to a good life podcast it's called the goodness club but i kind of like a good life better um i don't know i think i'll rebrand it to like a good life podcast i'm not sure about the name of it anymore but i mean i don't mind it but i do feel like i want a different name i am in a different place in my life and it still resonates with me you know like living your best authentic life which is living a good life and living in every aspect of your life living in goodness so like it still resonate with me right but i'm not sure about the name anymore i don't know it just it's not like something that i'm loving at the moment but welcome back friends i am judith rios this is my podcast and i kind of ended last season very abruptly i didn't i didn't know i was going to end it and i just want to give a little bit of a background as to why i stopped podcasting so abruptly right and it wasn't something i was planning on doing i was really into podcasting and sharing my life through here and sharing health and wellness and you know like topics like that about health in this podcast because I think that was what was my main goal of this podcast was to share nutritional facts and you know how to live healthier um, and all that stuff but I don't know I I'm going to start by saying this. This is the reason why I stopped. I got this year, January, February, like around March, I went on a trip with my mom. And for those of you that don't know me or you're just listening to the podcast, I will give a more of an introduction um, episode about myself later on. Maybe that'll be the next one that I do just to kind of like re reintroduce you all to my brand now and why and what I am all about because a lot of things have changed and uh, yeah but this episode I just sorry about that that was my phone for this episode I just wanted to share why I stopped season one so abruptly and so this is what happened around March I went on a vacation with my mom to Rosemary Beach. I don't know if it was January or March, maybe even April. I forgot where it was, but it was really close to the beginning of 2021. I went with my mom to Rosemary Beach with my brother. He's autistic, very autistic. He's bipolar. He's diagnosed with depression, with OCD, with autism. He has, um, he's very low functioning and all of that. And he has outbursts of screaming, of tantrums, of, he's huge, by the way, he's 18, I cannot, you know, get a hold of him, I used to be able to take him everywhere when I was 18, I'm 27 now, I used to take him everywhere when I was 18, I used to take him shopping with me, it was easy to control him, because obviously he was little, I can hold on to him, and basically, I knew my mom was having a hard time with my brother before going on this trip, right, I knew my mom was struggling with my brother, and leaving my mom around when I was 18, I moved out and leaving her was one of the most hardest decisions that I had to take and not hard as in a sense of, not only hard as in a sense of leaving my mom's house, right? And starting out on my own and trying to figure out where I was going to get money from to live in my own place. When I was 18, I had to leave because there was a lot of issues with my mom and my stepdad. It was just a very toxic toxic environment for me. And I, f- I literally felt like I was going to go crazy. Like if I didn't make this huge leap in my life, I was going to go crazy. I just felt it. And not only was it hard to leave her in that sense, you know, just starting out on my own 18, trying to figure out where I'm going to get money from and all of that. But it was hard in also in a way of like, I'm leaving my mom alone. You know, I'm leaving her alone with my brother. I don't want to leave my brother because I, I'm i leaving because I cannot handle this environment, right? And then I, feel, I felt like in a way I was also abandoning my brother and my mom in this environment that my mom didn't want to change because I asked her, you know, I told her I would be there for her. I would help her with everything but this has to change because I can't be living in this environment anymore. I grew up in this and I don't want to be a part of it anymore. So in a sense, I had to also acknowledge and 
come, what's that called? Like accept, right? That that was her life and the outcome of her choices and that it was harder for her to leave these choices because it was her choices, right? It was her life. It wasn't mine. I was just brought up into this life. I'm sorry. I have like all of these noises from computer and phone. Um, so yeah, I felt really bad leaving my mom alone and leaving my brother alone. Like my stepdad had just tried to choke my mom and then the cops came and then they took him away. But then she was still seeing him on the side without me knowing. And then it was this whole big thing. And I was just like, I cannot, I need to get away from this. So then I remember the first night I, I left my mom's house and I just cried. I wasn't, you know, living in my mom's house anymore. I was staying with a friend with an, with an ex-boyfriend at the time. His mom was so generous enough to let me stay with them for a couple of days or weeks until I was able to find somewhere that I could live. And I remember just crying the entire night thinking he, my dad's going to kill her. Like I'm going to get a call one day and she's just he's going to be in, in jail, she's going to be dead, and my brother's going to be an orphan, like, what am I going to do with my brother, like, this, these were things that were happening, and I was thinking about, right, like, I was just like, I'm leaving my mom, I'm abandoning her, I felt like I was abandoning my mother and my brother, I felt like I was, like, the only sane person leaving this toxic situation, and then just going to sleep crying, knowing or believing right that I was going to get a call one day that she had like she was killed or she passed away or something else happened to my brother and it was just like this really bad guilt and sense of like not worthy and like so I felt so belittled I felt like nothing because I wasn't able to stay in this toxic situation like I didn't feel strong enough and it was honestly obviously it was one of the best decisions I've ever made like I I'm able I was able to work on my mental health I was able to realize how many things I was exposed to that weren't correct like they weren't right for me to be exposed to them which I didn't know I just grew up in it so I thought it was I knew something wasn't right I've always very since very little I've always had a very sense a very good sense direction of between right and wrong and what's bad and good and what shouldn't have happened, but I just didn't know how to explain it, obviously, and I kind of accepted it because I was young, I was a, I was a child, so, um, okay, so leaving my mom and all of this, right, I knew the hardships of my brother, right, but when I left, I left him when he was becoming a teenager so when you're autistic and your hormones start you know changing because you're transitioning into your early teenage years you go a little bit you know you get a little bit more unstable and as an autistic kid you start doing more things and being more out of control than usual so I knew my mom was going through this hard phase and I would try you know like I was hanging out with her this year before the trip to Rosemary Beach, I was hanging out with her last year. I kind of understood, you know, everything she was going through. But I would never, ever, ever again think I know better or think that it's not that hard in anybody else's situation because this really did show me a huge lesson. Like, I thought I knew better. I thought... I understood my mom. I thought I understood what she was going through and maybe she wasn't doing some things as like I would have done them. But going to this trip with her to Rosemary Beach completely opened up my eyes to what she had to deal with every single day, 24 hours a day because my mom my mom gets help from ladies that go to her house and kind of like take care of my brother with her and all that. She has no help from my stepfather apart from financial. You know, that's all he does. Um, he just can't handle trying to, you know, give him like the benefit of the dowry, like trying to not make him look bad. He doesn't know how to handle it. Like he's had his own things and from his past, he's dealing with his own demons, as I would say, but he just doesn't know how to handle it, which is perfectly fine. Like not everybody handles situations differently, right? It's how you can handle them. But he's not very much there emotionally or supporting in, in kind of like the way that, you know, you would expect him to be because he just can't handle it. So what he does is he helps financially. But 
when I went with my mom to Rosemary Beach, my husband was also there, Alfredo. I was obviously exposed to my mom's situation and we were able to kind of see more her life and how it looks like with my brother and how my brother actually is. And I just could not believe, like I was, this was what really, how do I explain it? I felt lost after this. I felt like, what am I doing talking on podcasts? And what am I doing on Instagram? What am I doing here? What am I doing there? Why am I doing my brands? Like, to me, nothing was like, everything's for nothing, right? Because I can't even help my mom. Like, how would I be able to go out to a nice dinner with Alfredo or with friends or whatever and not think about my mom that she's at home right now struggling with my brother the way that she is? I couldn't enjoy anything. I got back from that trip and I was like, I don't want to do anything. I do not want to live my best life knowing that my mom is at home living her worst life. Like, she... Maybe she's not living her worst life, but it was like my point of view, right? Like she, to me, doesn't have a life. She has to be taking care of my brother 24-7. My brother is on top of her 24-7. Like he does, he needs her close to her all the time. He screams. Um, um, he throws tantrums. He's hard to control because he's so big and strong. Um, he starts crying. It's like really bad. Like I can explain the situation to you and you still won't understand because... If I didn't understand being exposed to it the way that I was exposed to it and having my mom tell me bluntly how it was, I still couldn't picture it the way that it was actually happening. Like I, it was a million times worse than I ever thought. And I could not believe that I was just there giving my mom advice when like before I had been exposed to this before Rosemary Beach. I cannot believe after that I was like I can't believe I was there giving her advice telling her what I think she should do like what the hell like who was I like who did I think I was like I cannot believe she just listened to me and and because if I was if it was anybody else I'd be like don't tell me what to do you you're not in this situation like you have no idea what I'm going through so don't think that you should give me advice like I don't know how she was so calm every time I spoke to her like I was I was so ashamed of all the times that I tried, you know, to give her advice to like I felt like I knew what she was going through, like I knew better. I didn't have a, like time to be with her in the trip because she just had to be paying attention to my brother 24/7 and she had to kind of like it had to be done his way if it wasn't done his way. He would get upset. We had to leave certain spots. Um, like we would have to leave the beach because he would just take like 20 minutes to get from A to B, point A to B. Or then when he finally got to point B, he didn't want to be there anymore. So we couldn't even enjoy the beach. Like it's really hard dealing with my brother. And basically when I got back from that trip, I was filled with guilt for living my life. I was filled with guilt for thinking I knew better. I was filled with guilt going out with Alfredo and enjoying my life. Like I was filled with guilt having this podcast, talking to other people, knowing that my mom is at home struggling. Like I just didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do Instagram. I didn't want to do TikTok. I didn't want to do YouTube. I didn't want to do podcasts. I didn't want to do anything. I was so lost. I felt so hopeless. I felt like I literally just felt guilt for my mom and bad for my mom since I got back from Rosemary Beach. I My life kind of stood on a standstill. I, don't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how to handle my mom's situation. Um, I didn't know how to feel about my mom's situation because... If it's a situation that it can consume you, like it can consume your life and then that's your life. Like these are those type of situations that they, like I said, that they could just consume you. Like it can be your entire life and then you can have no other life but this situation. It's like taking care of somebody for the rest of your life. It's feeling bad and 
constantly looking for medications and ways for making to make this person's life more enjoyable to have him be able to sleep at night and I and it was such a like how to explain it it was such a it kind of like I didn't know what to do aspect because my mom is the way that she is as well and and it's hard to help her in a sense because she is someone obviously she needs a lot of help but she is someone that she would just take and take and take and take and then you would feel really bad about it but she would just keep taking and taking and and I totally understand because of the situation that she is but then me as a person as a as my own person I got away from all of that because she it's like I don't I don't want to speak ever illy about my mom or speak bad about her and I totally understand her situation like I would never I understand why she does what she does right and I understand her past and her traumas like kind of them you know the ones that she has spoken to me about um but she has a heart and she even spoke to me about this she has a hard time you know setting boundaries and expecting more of people than what you know people are able to give her and then if I were to do something for her it'd be like but I didn't want you to do that for me I would rather you do this right so it's like that also kind of like hard thing about accepting what other people are giving you and being happy about it instead of expecting more and more so then I also have to set boundaries with her in a way because it will consume my life. And she and and I'm somebody that obviously I'm her daughter. I will feel incredibly guilty every time she would make me feel bad that it would like um it would numb me. Like not numb me, but it would stop me from living my life and I would just feel guilt for like weeks and months. And this is something that um froze me and just stopped me from making any kind of content and I tried you know to be active on Instagram I tried my best to create content and be you know continue my life but it just it didn't feel authentic it didn't feel real I was still being affected by my mom's situation I was like crying and like how can I move on and enjoy my life when she can't you know like I just feel incredibly guilty and today I am more, I have been able to, it's been a couple of months now, it's been like seven months, and now I've been able to kind of like accept everything, or I honestly don't even know how I'm doing it yet, but I am in a better place, I am doing what I can for her with setting boundaries, and now I'm not, you know, I know my place, I'm not going to give her any advice when she, I, all I, all the, the only thing that I can do for her is listen and help when I can and try not to get consumed with guilt and try for it not to paralyze me in my life what she's going through it's incredibly hard and I don't know how I'm doing it but I'm doing it I'm coping with it day by day I don't know how she does it I tell her every single day like I don't know how you do this I don't know how you you live life <laughs> like I I you are an incredibly strong mom I look up to you you are so strong because I, I know he's your son and he's my brother, but it is very hard. Like, I don't know how you do it, I tell her. Like, I, I don't, I don't. And I feel guilty and I don't know how you feel living like that, like seeing your son like that every single day, trying your best to do the best that you can for him and then giving him medication and it doesn't help and then trying to take him out, but you can't take him out because he'll just run away. He has like ran away from home three times and the cops found him in the middle of the street like stopping traffic like it is a huge deal and I do not know how you deal with it mom so I don't know how I'm dealing with it myself because obviously it affects my mom but it also affects you know the family from this right it affects the dad it affects it affects the siblings it affects friendships it affects my mom's relationships like it's just something that it's not easy even though I don't live with him, obviously he's my brother, obviously he, she's my mom, it's something I still deal with it, right, and, and the way that, like, I would never say, like, my mom deals with it, like, 100%, but it also affects me, you know, it affects the way that I feel, he's, they're my family, so, um, 
even though obviously 100% it affects my mom the most, right? Like it's her life. But um, that was kind of the thing that paralyzed me. I was also going through this, um, not only that, but then I started holistic nutrition school. And this is a holistic nutrition school that you can take at your own pace. It's really flexible. It's really easy to finish at your own pace, like I said, but I stopped that. I I didn't know how to balance YouTube. I didn't know how to balance podcasting. I didn't know how to balance like all these social media platforms and then studying and then going back to work and then my marriage and then feeling just guilt about my mom the entire day. Like it really did paralyze me for a couple of months there and I felt super lost I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life I'm still a little bit confused with what I want to do in my life but I do feel like that cloud and that heaviness that was on me and like that darkness that was on me lifting a little bit I am feeling like I'm coming back to my life now and uh, I feel better right I feel better I went through some things you know, like with marriage as well, like just, I I just feel better. So then I wanted to come back and podcast again. And I will say this, I'm trying to organize my content in where I share the things that I share. So I have organized it and I have said that podcasting is going to be just for health and wellness related topics anything to do with you know like nutrition anything to do with maybe um, traumas holistic approaches and kind of like really really in-depth life updates that I probably won't do on YouTube so these are like the podcast for me goodness club a good life is just for wellness and for the really hard topics that I'm not going to talk about on YouTube, right? I'm I'm going to leave this for the people that really, really are going to know me and that are really going to know what I feel and what I'm going through and what is happening like in my life, right? This is going to be the spot to go to, to listen to the reality of it all. YouTube is going to be more of like my day-to-day basis. It's going to be more of like, you know, morning routines, kind of like outfits, um, travel, you know, it's just going to be like my actual life, YouTube, because I'm not going to like be, I don't, I don't feel comfortable being on YouTube and having my face there and then talking about like really hardcore, like life topics. I'm going to leave that for the podcast. For Instagram, I'm going to leave it more for like outfit pictures. I have gone through this um, new transitioning with my style with my wardrobe and I haven't shared that with you guys because um I don't know I just I haven't I feel like it's such a silly thing to share but it's such a huge part of my life right now like you guys know that I'm really into minimalism I donated like 90% of my closet I sold as well and I'm really into minimalism right the point that I'm trying to make is that I sold so much of my clothes and I stopped buying clothes for like a year and a half. I didn't buy anything at all, like for the house, for nothing. I didn't buy anything for a year and a half. Sorry, <laughs> my voice kind of like, my, for a year and a half. And um, lately, like for the past month, I have, I was just getting, I was so stagnant, right? I was paralyzed in, in this situation that that I was in and what I was going through that this new transition like I'm I feel like I'm finally getting out of like that hopelessness and that lost and like the what am I doing with my with my life and like the feeling guilty and I'm kind of coming into like this new transition where I feel like everything's going to be brand new I'm moving in February to like February 1st 2022 I am moving it's not a big move I'm really excited about it it's not a big move we're moving like 10 minutes north but it's exactly like the perfect spot because that's where we are all the time like whenever we're gonna go buy groceries we go there whenever we're gonna hang out we go there so we're moving to the spot that we are always in no matter what 
and it's closer to our jobs and it is the exact same apartment building like it's the exact same apartment complex and it's just everything's upgraded like there's wood floors like there's light wood cabinets i have a double door fridge the washer and dryer are have like the, their own little closet like i'm super excited really excited to start this transition um just because i need something more to inspire me right like i need to be in a different environment just to um change things up a bit i hate being stagnant in one place i need something different right to inspire me to just have me feel like i'm somewhere else in my life and we're gonna stay in this place for 15 months and in those 15 months we're going to be doing our best to road trip to travel because we want to leave miami we don't want to live here we don't want to raise our kids here so the goal for next year is to just be comfortable in our new apartment i'm not gonna buy anything for that apartment i'm literally just taking what i have and we are going to focus on just finding our next home our next city our next state Whatever it is, it has to be surrounded by mountains. That's the only thing I tell Alfredo. I need to be surrounded by nature, by mountains. I need to go on hikes. This is what I've been craving the entire year this year. And I haven't had it. And it's driving me insane. Like, I wish I could wake up and just see mountains and, like, hug a tree. Like, I'm literally, like, there. That's my life right now. But apart from that, um, so this whole new transition where the wardrobe, I'm sorry, I kind of like skipped around. Um, like uh, many of you know, I'm, I'm a minimalist. I don't like buying things that are just going to um, bring clutter into my house. I'm constantly purging stuff. I'm constantly donating things. But I've went a, a year and a half without buying any clothes. And then my clothes were already like you're supposed to be evolving with your style with your home decor, with your life. Like, you're constantly evolving. If you stay stagnant, I feel like you need to switch things up a bit because you're supposed to be constantly growing, right, and changing. And this is, like, a constant thing in my life. Like, I am constantly changing my style, changing my home decor. Like, you're in your 20s. Like, I'm 27. You are evolving. You're getting to know yourself as a person, as your style. You're what you like in a home and my home has completely changed since i moved in here i was very like boho in the beginning but now i'm more like i don't even know like modern contemporary like a lot of textures and stones and woods and stuff like that but um my style has changed and everything that i was wearing i was feeling very like i wasn't feeling like myself in them anymore I would wear the things and this is this was horrible like for me at the moment because I was feeling stagnant, I was feeling lost and yet I was also wearing clothes that I didn't feel like were me anymore. So I felt even more like something was holding me back, right? Like I felt like super stagnant. I didn't like it. I I was seeing how the things that I wanted to wear, right? Like it completely changed. I'm more into like you'll see my style, right? You'll see You'll see it now. I'll post more pictures. I'll, I'll Maybe I'll do a YouTube channel, but I went on a spring, uh, was, what was it, what's that called? I just went shopping, right? Online shopping. I ordered a ton of stuff, like a ton of stuff. And before I did this, I donated things from my closet again, because I just don't wear the things that I wear in my closet again. I'm constantly changing. So I did a huge donation again just so I don't add more to my closet. That's one thing about myself. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy something, I need to let something go. Like I cannot have more than one thing. Like I just can't. It's it drives me insane. It stresses me out. So when I was saw all these boxes and all these uh, orders getting here from like Aritzia and like H and M and Zara, and I was I was just like I was this was bringing me a lot of joy because. It's not only like style and fashion, like style and fashion is a way that you express yourself, right? It's, it represents who you are. You're, you're being created with your style. And for such a long time, I was being created with my home and I was expressing my creative outlet through home decor and just, you know, through my home. But I felt like my clothes and my style has had fallen back just because I was going through this minimalism transition and I just didn't want to purchase any more new clothes and 
I was just going through that whole thing, but it just got to a point where I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to get rid of all my clothes. Like, this is not me anymore. Obviously, I kept some jeans. I kept some, like, basics. Like, um, I kept some blazers as well. Like, things that I know still represented me in my new style. And I feel so much better now as well. Like, wearing the things that I want to wear like expressing who I am now in my clothes and having a creative outlet through style and fashion has really helped me feel more like myself again like get kind of like catch up with myself right because for so long I was evolving and transitioning to another person and my clothes was just the same so I am incredibly happy now I have like a an a really like updated wardrobe and I love it I can't wait to like wear all these clothes I barely go out but um this it's a something very tiny and very probably silly but I wanted to express that as well my style how I like updated my whole wardrobe basically and I'm really excited about that and I did it in the most minimalism way that I could. I donated, I sold even more things, like how I said, how I said. And um, yeah, I wanted to just express why I have been, I'm sorry about that, it's my computer again. I just wanted to express why that was such an abrupt, um, I, I know some of you noticed that I was less on Instagram and um I was try I'm trying to do YouTube videos. Um, kind of like bear with me because I do want to share my life. I do want to, you know, this this was the entire plan. It was, you know, making money from Instagram, making money from YouTube, and this was my plan. But I've just been I just needed a break. Cause also I went from doing goodness club, salty club, tropicom. I went from doing Instagram to YouTube to recipes on TikTok to then apart from all of that going to holistic nutrition school and then being exposed to my mom's situation and then having it all be like nothing means crap to me right now like my mom is having a crappy life right now how can I live how can I be doing so many things you know and I just can't and I completely dropped everything everything like I couldn't handle it all and I still can't I was somebody that I was like I I had a hard time sitting down and not getting anxious about it because I'm like I have to be doing something I have to be doing something to to for my future I have to do something that is going to benefit me in the long run like I can't just be sitting down and watching tv like it was this anxiety right and now the good thing is that I don't feel anxious about it anymore when I sit down and relax but it's getting, it's taking me a minute because I was like, what happened to this go-getter? What happened to my doing a million things at once and still not feeling like I was doing enough, right? Now it's more of like, a, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. I still get anxiety from time to time. And, but now the whole thought of doing one thing cripples me. And I don't know why. I don't know why this anxiety that I have it's it's worse than it was before because at least I was doing stuff right but I felt bad that I wasn't doing enough but now I do one thing and it's like I don't know it's weird it's weird I I used to be like a go-getter like you know I guess I'm just in this part of my life where I just gotta chill you know like I was doing so much for so long and I guess the holistic nutrition thing on top of everything I was doing kind of like got me out of balance or I just didn't know how to handle all of these platforms, plus studying, plus working. Um, it just really, really, I think the only word that I could say, right? It's paralyzed. I got, I was like frozen. I couldn't, I, I didn't know how to handle all of what I was doing, plus the emotions of what my mom was going through, um, what she still is going through. And I was just like, I was slowly just trying to deal with what I was feeling um I also got COVID <laughs> I totally forgot about that me and Alfredo got COVID um and this is so messed up like I would say like this is so messed up because 
I was like after I got back from Rosemary Beach, I was dealing with all of this guilt and I was dealing with all of this what I was feeling, right? And then Alfredo got COVID. And then I just I got I'm like, okay, this is happening. It's gonna ha- I'm gonna get it. Like this is happening. So when he had COVID, I got everything ready to like kind of like deal with him, like the food, the medicine, like I got everything ready. And I got I I like washed all the dishes, I washed all like the the bed sheets. I literally did like a house clean. I got everything I needed to get done because I knew I was going to get it. I knew I was going to get it. So I kind of like laid this foundation for when I got it. I didn't have to do anything or worry about anything because everything is done. And then since I knew I was going to get it, I was also like, at this point, I was still like soup, feeling super guilty of like feeling like I'm not enough and feeling like I'm not doing anything for my future. And it was just like, I was like, I'm finally going to get something that is going to cripple me, like like physically. It's going to cripple me physically. So how can I feel bad about not doing something? Because I have to finally take care of myself, take care of my body. This is super messed up because obviously I could have, I don't know, like it's messed up, right? But I just, I was kind of like very um, thankful for the sickness, in a way, because I always, I'm somebody that I always look at the positive and everything. I'm sorry, it's just like who I am. I try to see things in the bright light. And when I saw Alfredo um, going through it, obviously I took care of him as much as I could. As soon, as soon as he got out of it, I entered it. So it was time for me. I was like, that's it. I have it. And now it's time for me to sit back and not feel guilty about being in bed because I need to be in bed. Like, I need to take care of myself. Like, I feel like crap. Like, I cannot do anything. So why would I feel guilty about not doing something, right? It was like I was almost, like, accepting this sickness. And I was like, I'm so happy that you're here because you're finally putting a stop to my mind telling me that I'm not enough and telling me that how can I be laying down on the couch and watching TV when I have so much to do? Because now you can't tell me that because I'm sick. Like, I need to sit down and I need to relax. This was something I had forgotten about. Um, so when COVID, when I had COVID, it was like, I was just in bed, sick. And I was just so happy about it in a way. I was like, yes, I'm in bed. I'm sick. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm sick, right? Like, that's it. And I kind of like just accepted it. I didn't get a fever. Alfredo had a fever of like 103 or 104 for like, a, an, an hour and then it, it always stayed like in 101 and 102 um but I never got a fever it was just very weird I just had like a really bad body body and muscle and nerve pain like it was it was a sickness that I never felt before obviously you know like whoever had it whoever whoever hasn't you know whoever has it or had it knows what I'm talking about if you haven't um and it obviously is different for everybody, but we did lose our taste and our set and our scent for like a month or two, and it was horrible. Like for me not to taste food, I didn't think it was gonna impact me that much, but damn, it impacted me. I was like, this is horrible. I cannot smell or taste anything. It was so bad. Um, I had it for like a week, I think, and Alfredo also had it for a week, but this was something that. I came out of and it kind of like it was it was like I can I don't even know how to explain it but it allowed me to slow down right it allowed my mind to slow down it allowed me to sit down on the couch relax and not feel bad about it it allowed me to be in my present moment and see where I am in my life and just accept where I am in my life and in my present and just be happy about it and be happy about and kind of like just live in the moment right because also being worried about knowing where I want to be but not knowing how I'm going to get there and being stressed about where we're going to live for the rest of our lives because we don't want to live in Miami but how are we going to start doing that and if we move to a new city how are how are our jobs going to be where are we going to find jobs are there even going to be jobs like the jobs that we do um 
like just all of this all the time, 24-7 in my head. I want to have kids. I'm 27, but I don't want to have kids yet because I want to travel, but I want a road trip, but I want to see where I want to live, but I want my forever home. I want all of these things. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And it's just like, I'm also, tw- I, I try not to think about my age because I feel like I'm freaking 18. I don't know. Like to me, my 20s have like completely just flown by. I do not feel them at all. I'm actually excited to be 30. Like I want to be in my 30s already because 20s, your 20s are to figure your shit out, right? But for your 30s, it's like you're there or like maybe you're not there yet, but I don't know. Like I'm excited for my 30s. I'm not somebody that is like super nervous about turning 30 or turning 40 like I love aging I love bringing on you know the years and and all of that right I just feel like I'm growing into more my personality because I've always been very I've always wanted to be older I don't know it's just something I've always wanted to be um so I'm not really nervous or stressed about that the thing is that I'm 27 and I just don't know like Alfredo for sure wants kids like now but I just, I know where I want to be. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And that's what stresses me out as well. And the amount of work that I was doing to even get to where I am now, I guessed, I guess it crippled me in a way as well. And my anxiety, I've never had anxiety before. And it just, or maybe I didn't, I never knew the symptoms of it. But like, I'm just trying to take in my life now, day by day like be happy and grateful for where I am now and for what I have now and for my marriage and for everything that I've been able to experience and for the process of becoming a holistic nutritionist and kind of trying to enjoy the process of creating and making YouTube videos and making podcasts, excuse me, and just enjoying my life now, right? And little by little, I've always said this, I've always been like like when I wanted to lose weight and when I wanted to become the person that I am now um it didn't I had to take little steps little like little steps every day to bring me to who I am now right so now I have to do the same to my next you know my next life the the thing that I'm trying to accomplish to next and it's not something that just happens overnight it's little actions that are moving forward into the direction that you want your life to be and that's where I'm supposed to be right now and it was a little hard to get to where I finally wanted to be in my life and then and then want to be somebody else already and I and going through that whole process again of like having to do these little steps that are going to take me to my next transition right and it was like that little part that I was just so stressed about and and just doing so many things at the same time and also guys my 20s I've never known what I wanted to be in college um actually in high school I wanted to be a neurosurgeon I wanted to be a psychiatrist I wanted to be a marriage counsel counselor marriage psychiatrist um I wanted to be things like related to this right but then as I got to school school was not for me I just got my AA to prove to myself that I can do it right which I did I I got a 4.0 I did college I did it but it's not for me it's not something I want to do so I'm really into interior design I am really into style I'm really into creation like being creative whether it be anything I'm really into nutrition I'm really into psychology I'm really into being a wellness coach I'm into vlogging I'm into capturing my life in such an like an a creative and artistic way and then sharing it and I'm really into trying to inspire others to live healthier life like this is what I'm into and then I've been I opened up like literally I'm not the kind of person that is afraid of like doing something and then failing or like going a different direction and then losing followers on Instagram I have no shame I do not care if I want to do something I do it like I opened up Tropicom which is a wardrobe essentials my store my wardrobe store and I opened up Tropicom I was super happy about it it was like really good for a second and then I felt really bad about the environment and about being being um adding on to fashion waste and just I did not like it. It was like a really big letdown for me. I was like, okay, because I was I was sourcing from from other brands, right? And I was um 
I always forget that word. Um, cur. I always forget that word. But I was sourcing from other brands, and it weren't really they weren't really my ideas, right? I was just picking out what I liked and put and selling it in my store. Um, but then I completely stopped buying everything for Tropicom, and I'm just trying to sell as much as I can from Tropicom. And then I I will eventually want to turn it into like a a sustainable brand, right? Where I make my own clothes, where I make like 100% cotton or 100% linen or whatever it is, good fabrics, and in a way that it doesn't impact the environment, right? Then I went to Salty Club. I opened up Salty Club. I had this big Salty Club phase. I did sweatsuits. Um, it meant salt of the earth. I wanted to really get that message out there and have people wear these sweatsuits that represented being good people and being, you know, all of that stuff. Then I went into podcasting, which is Goodness Club. From Salty Club came the Goodness Club. I just wanted to impact even in a more way. So I opened up this podcast. My Instagram went from being just like that basic influencer type thing that you do when you first start blogging. I was a blogger before. I don't like using blogging. I don't like I don't like using influencer. I don't like using any of those words. But I feel like there's no other way to explain like your Instagram days, right? So when I first started out, I really started, you know, just following what other people were doing. You're trying to get your own way on Instagram and you're trying to f like find your own way, basically. And then you go from blogger to like kind of like doing what everybody else doing, then going into like influencing and then it changed to influencing, right? And then I went from like, like I, I was trying to find my way on Instagram and it just changed from like style to like Tropicom to then wellness to then lifestyle to then nutrition. And it's like, it's been evolving, right? Because I'm not scared of like evolving my Instagram with me. It's who I am on Instagram. I'm not gonna put like a facade of like this person. Like it's always gonna be me and it's always gonna be what I'm feeling at the moment. And right now I'm really into fashion on Instagram. I'm really into sharing my outfits. I'm, I Now Instagram is basically just lifestyle for me. It's my entire life. If you want to know my life, go on Instagram. Um, outfits, recipes, plant-based recipes, um, inspo, motivational videos. Like That's kind of like my thing on Instagram. And then I also have the Goodness Club Instagram, which is the podcast Instagram that I share holistic nutrition and like trauma advice and like all those things right so like I'm trying to separate I'm trying to compartmentalize I don't know if I said that right word the, the that word right I'm trying to com compartmentalize my life in this in a social media aspect to see where I share what because that drives me crazy like that's literally something that stops me from even sharing because I'm like where do I share this do I share it on YouTube? Do I share it on TikTok? Do I share it on Instagram? Do I share it on the podcast? Like that's something that also like stopped me in my tracks because it's so much. Like if you know, you know. Even if you're part of this world, you know. And if you're trying to make money from this world or just be, you know, if you're of this world, you know how TikTok came and it completely changed the 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 game. Like. I love TikTok. I don't open it because then I'll be on it for hours. I really don't. Like I would open it, share a recipe on TikTok and I'll get out. Like I cannot be on TikTok. I don't know what it is. It's just like so entertaining. But basically TikTok is where I share recipes and kind of like motivational videos. That's it. I'm like a wellness coach, nutritionist on TikTok. On Instagram, you get to see more of my life. You get to see more of my outfits. On YouTube, it's more of like my everyday life. You see more Alfredo. You see more me and my life. I talk a little bit. And here, you know me more. If you're on pod, if you're on the Goodness Club, a Good Life podcast, you know me. You you know my voice. You know my life, and you get also nutrition advice. You know, you get like the science of it. And then you get like me, me. So that's it, guys. I'm just, I just wanted to do like a little intro back into a goodness club. I'm so happy to have you here. And the next episode is going to be a little intro about myself, right? I think I did that. I think I covered that in this, in this podcast, but that's what stopped me. 
and hopefully I will be back. I'm still trying to work out what days I release what, like what days I release podcasts, what days I release YouTube, what days I release TikToks. I'm still working all of that out. It's too much and I'm just doing my best. And I just, I, I always say, if you're going to start something, just start it. You don't have to have everything figured out. If not, I would have never opened up Tropicom. I would have never opened up Salty Club. I would have never opened up this podcast. You don't need to have everything figured out. Just start it. Just do it. I don't know when this is going to air. All I know is that I had to sit down and do it. I had to record it. Like, it just had to happen. So I'll probably be back to regular um, scheduling. I think I was letting out every episode every Friday. Um every podcast episode so I think we're back to regular scheduling but um I don't know I might change that it just I have to buy like this big white board I need to really schedule (laughs) all of this content and when to to create it and when to expose it and all of that so I'm still working on that but if you follow me if you've been around for a while I'm so happy to have you. You guys are my friends. Like, I consider you, like, I'm so grateful for you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Like, I'm so happy that you feel like you have a friend in me, that you feel like you can relate to me, and that we are going through this journey together. We're living life together, and I'm happy to be part of your world. I'm happy to have you be part of my world. I will always be... 100% authentic with all of you and share my life as it is as bad as it gets as good as it gets um because I don't know it's just a, a way that we see that everybody goes through what we think that what that everybody goes through what everybody else is going through right like we are all going through the same thing maybe it'd be a little bit different but we feel the same feelings we go through the same situations and we're all just doing our best to be our best and that's it and this is my life I welcome you in it I am so happy to have you be part of it and to have this community where we just strive to be better and Just do the best we can. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to a Good Life podcast. And please give this podcast a review. Um, Five-star review if you can. And um, check check us out. Check me out, whatever. Check out a Good Life podcast out on Instagram. It has its own Instagram you can follow. I'm going to try my best to try to figure out when to post more content on there and how to do it. I'm going to get this whole scheduling down packed, I promise you. And um, yeah, I'll see you next time.